Welcome to the Mad Ones. I'm your favorite bearded quasi-theologian Bible nerd host, Cam Harless. And joining me tonight as my co-host is the impeccably awesome and fascinating Israel Petty, a.k.a. Izzy-centric. How you doing, dude? What's going on, guys? <laughs> I'm not going to pretend we didn't talk before, but I, I will go. How are you doing? How are things going? Oh, I'm, I'm doing well. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> doing all right. Um so let's get the let's get the, the since we're changing the format today, we're doing an hour and then we're moving into the patrons only Rockfin feed for those who are uh, supporters. Um, let's let's get into it. Let's get past the nuts and bolts and go. Um, but I am stoked about this episode, especially since with the topic we're discussing and the person we're we're speaking with having Izzy on the show, because as you know, Izzy is a um, a demonologist and a par a Christian demonologist and paranormal researcher, uh, not in the way he used to be a paranormal researcher, but he's still looking into the stuff. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so this should be a very cool conversation. But before we get to that, I do want to remind you that this show is 100% brought to you by fans and patrons. So hit like, subscribe, and share the show with your friends. We've covered all sorts of topics. And there may be something that some friend of yours needs to hear. Share it with them. Heck, share this one without knowledge of whether or not it's good or not. Go ahead and put it out there. Let the world see it. Um, but yeah, get, share it with someone who may gain something from it. Um, also, if you are a patron, as I stated previously, you will get extended episodes. You'll get early episodes. Um, and you'll get my eternal gratitude. So if you want to do that, patreon.com slash the mad ones. Every now and then we'll also do a Zoom hangout where we play games and get to know each other and fellowship in that way. That was a very Christian way to put that. Um, but another way you could you could support me is going to uh, wearethemadones.com slash store. I have so many designs and I keep coming out with more. Uh, I'm going to shift some stuff because I found a provider that does some cool stuff that I'm excited to show you guys. Uh, but... For now, we're the madones.com slash store. That's it. Sales pitch over. <laughs> um, joining us tonight is a very lovely woman. She's a very joyous woman. I, I, I was able to watch uh, an uh, a show where she spoke with my friend Steven, and it was just incredible to watch because you can see the, the, the joy bubbling from her. Um, but she was once a tool of the devil, um, a servant of the Satan, have you uh maybe she might even call herself a lover of what some people call lucifer um but she got away the lord stole her away and saved her life and now this very sweet woman who's a lover of the lord and the witness to his power is coming on the show to talk to us so please welcome to the show miss Sparuski alexander who i've been told some people call sparky uh, so what name do you prefer Oh, Sparky. I mean, everybody calls me Sparky. It's just, Sparuski was a name that was just sort of like, I don't know, given to me out of the blue, and it just sort of stuck. And since nobody <laughs> else has called that, I'm like, there's a lot of Sparkies out there. You know what I mean? It's true. Every, everybody's named Sparky. Could you, know? you imagine Especially if they're electricians. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Could you imagine if there was a show with Izzy and Sparky? I mean, that sounds like a Nickelodeon show. <laughs> yeah, kind of does, huh? <laughs> Children, come. <laughs> Hear the word, please. <laughs> you know, everyone. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Thank you for, thank you for thank coming you. on. We originally talked about you coming on in, uh, I want to say, September or something of last year. And yeah. Yeah. The, the, the stuff hit the fan, as it were, and yeah. uh, things yeah. kind of shifted around. But I... I, I thought I was I've been thinking about this. I thought, you know, I'm starting a new year and our sh the show's been about hope. That's been a very 
big aspect of what I do. And so one of the things I was thinking is what if every month, and I haven't figured it out fully yet, but what if every month I started out with a redemption story? Oh, that's and, awesome. And as I was thinking about redemption, I was like, Sparuski, we haven't spoken yet. And she may have one of the most interesting taglines of a, of a uh, redemption story that I've heard. So I'm glad you're here. And, and let me know if I ask anything too personal, but <laughs> I'm excited. You know what? I'm pretty open about stuff. I mean, because you know what? I, get, I, I give God all the glory. I give Jesus, I give Jesus the glory, you know, for, for pulling me out of it. And the fact that I went, you know, just, oh, so sideways. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, and that, and in his divine providence, he, he found me. You know, I love people that are like, it was so funny. I was in a chat the other day and somebody said, you know, well, you know, I didn't seek Jesus until I was a uh, blah, blah age. And I was like, <laughs> I was typing at the same time. And I said, Jesus found me at 49. <laughs> You know, and then we both popped up at the same time on the chat, and I thought, wow, what a difference. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. so, oh, so that people can kind of understand um, where you're coming from and all of that. Well, actually, can I, can I tell you one of my pet peeves? Sure. Just to st start it off in a fun place. Um, sure. Like, I, I, I understand that people call themselves Luciferian. They, they use yeah. the word Lucifer to mean satan yeah. all of that yeah. but that happens to be one of my pet peeves because yeah. i read i read uh revelation several times in my life um uh well, let me let me actually pull it up i put it up and i forgot to actually keep it up um i got logos open dude give me one second guys no worries uh, i hear so, i hear chitlins running around <laughs> so cute. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have plenty in the other room playing video games. You may hear them. Um, but one of my pet peeves is when I was in college, um, I started being a little bit more serious about reading the Bible, about understanding Jesus, and all of that, um, which, of course, I was serious before, but I was, like, going to be a little bit more intentional at that point. Um, but I read Revelation, and I got to Revelation 22. And uh, in verse 16, Jesus says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel uh, to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright morning star. Which, if you read the Latin, the word they use for that is Lucifer. the word Lucifer. Yeah. Yes. Right. And, yes. Yes. <laughs> and I, so, I don't, you know what? I have a beef with that too. I always have. I've always yeah. had a beef with that, actually. You know, I, I, I only I only chose Lucifer because, look, okay, so here's the deal. Okay. When I was, like, a kid, you know, a teenager or whatever, um, you know, hanging out on the fence one day, and, and I was like, well, one day, it was like the middle of the night. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was asking questions to whatever the air, okay, and, um, yeah, I heard this voice, and it answered me, and I was like, okay, and I was like, well, who's this? You know, and the voice said Lucifer, and I scoffed. Dude. I sc I scoffed. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, and I I got up and I went to bed. Well, I, you know what? Six months later, I was burning Bibles. So yes. you know, 
we probably shouldn't scoff at things that we really don't know anything about. <laughs> you know, I, that's, that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, yeah, no, <laughs> you know? no, I'm with you. I mentioned that it's a pet peeve of mine because, you know, I hear people use the name as if it, that's the name for the Satan. And if you, Jesus used that aphorism, that 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 phrase to describe himself, you know. And so you're looking at it and you, and you go, why, why would that be his name, if Jesus described himself in this manner, right? Right. And so then you can go one of two ways, which is the dumb way, which I'm sure Izzy knows all about, which is, oh, well, Jesus is actually the Satan, the serpent from the garden. Or you can go. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, no, don't get me started on serpent seed and all this other. Oh, or, or you can go with, obviously, this is a usurped name that doesn't belong to him, and we're praising him in some way by using it, so we shouldn't. This. And it that's says that I saw Lucifer fall like a star from heaven. You know, the the the, the what is the Latin term? Doesn't it mean light bearer? Yeah, so there, there's like this whole thing where and I'm over here like, well, you know, he might pretend to be the light bearer, but Jesus is the light. <laughs> you know, yeah. period, end of story. You know, I, I mean, the only way to fight these kind of weirdnesses you know, because I uh, I came out of all that weirdness. <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, praise God, man. But you know, the only way to fight this kind of weirdness, man, immerse yourself in Scripture, because yeah. the truth is right there. And, and and praise God when He's, man, when 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 He decides to 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 shed His grace, and He shed His grace on everyone, man. Anyone can come to Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, anyone that anyone that hears the word, and and and. You know, like me, I was pricked in the heart. My heart just, something just, bam, you know. Well, I think at the time I, cons I considered it more of a twinge, but no, it turned out to be way more than a twinge. <laughs> you know, I mean, he like, he took my heart and he like ripped it out. And I yeah. slapped the new one in there. And then I really yeah, had to read scripture to figure out what happened. <laughs> you know, I, I knew the gospel. I mean, I grew up, I grew up, but I spent a few years in Awanas, Baptist Church, and all that, you know, something, you know, whatever. But yeah, you know, I went way sideways as a teenager. So, so that. let's, um, I, I want to go through your story from the beginning. Uh, before we do that, I know that this also happens to be one of uh, Izzy's pet peeves. And he was telling me about uh, someone on TikTok, I believe. Uh, talking about this. And I just wanted to get that story because I didn't really hear it because I was writing introductions. And so, you you have the same pet peeve I do about the name Lucifer, right, Izzy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what we were talking about, but um, there was someone that was, it was like they were presenting their own gospel. So what they were saying was, did you know that um, Jesus is also called Lucifer? So that's actually who, who, uh, you're worshiping as this as this savior and i remember yeah. reading that and it ironically came off like how those flat earthers do every once in a while because there's like a there's like a spectrum with flat earthers you have where it's like oh wow i didn't know that and then there is did you hear about the flat earth Ha, there's the there's the actually the Jehovah's Witness. They're like, have you heard about our Lord and Savior Flat Earth? 
It's really That's weird. Right. <laughs> yeah, it is weird. It is weird to make a religion out of it, dude. I mean, look, yeah. get over it. Get past it. Just get past it. <laughs> you gotta get past it. Look, Mandela effect, all that. I came out of all that stuff. You know what? And and you know what? It just and I've seen very few people actually make it out of all that and 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 make it into just loving scripture and loving christ and really truly being reborn you know a lot of people say oh you know i found christ through the mandela effect and i'm like did you really (laughs) what a strange thing to say (laughs) well hey it's it's one of those things where all these conspiracies end up leading down the same road which is christ consciousness in one form or another oh yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They start turning it into like a conspiracy within a conspiracy within a conspiracy. And then they start like conspiring around the Bible itself. They'll sit there and and smoke a little. Yeah. Yeah. And then read scripture and then think they're enlightened. And then they're like, oh, I am Christ. And then they just go off the deep end. And I've seen that same road. It doesn't matter if it's Mandela effect. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, parallel universe, whatever the case may be. The Matrix. The big Venn diagram between Torah observance and um, Flat Earth as well. Oh, that's a strange one. That's so I haven't seen that one yet. I haven't seen that one yet. (laughs) It's weird. Um, I want to see. I want to see. see. Send me it. <laughs> Send it to me, please. I so, love this uh, stuff, man. <laughs> you know. I want to. I want to get to your story, but one of the things I wanted to say beforehand is one of the problems with talking about Satanism in general is that the moment you say the word, some cringy atheist who likes to cosplay as a Satanist will say, "But that's not what Satanism is. We don't actually believe Satan exists. It's not deistic at all." Which, yeah, that is a. That is like the the PR firm of of Satan, That's but a sect of Satan. Yeah, but right, but but I there was a guy I knew um, when I was working at the leather store in Birmingham, who he he uh, he dealt with a lot of rental properties, and in one of these rental properties there was a little satanic cult that was living in one of the apartments, and he they were doing drugs and and he they were kicked out. And when they were kicked out after the, I think the police made them leave, but he went in to clean up. And when he got there, he found bones of animals. Uh, I, I, he goes, I don't know if there were any others, but I know that I know for sure I saw a goat head and I know there were goat bones on the ground. I was like, that makes sense. Um, but he goes, one of the things as I was cleaning up was I walked through the front door and he goes, and apparently no one, the police no one else had done this i flipped on the switch and there was a little piece of string on the switch and i i i I backed up to look at it because i he said he felt it when he was pulling the thing and as he backed up there was a a bicycle tire tied to some ropes that came that had blades on it that came down and swung right past his head Mm. because they had booby trapped And so I, okay. I have well. another friend, my friend um, uh, Jonathan. He was into uh, deistic Satanism when he was in, a teenager as well. Yeah. And so when people say, no, it's, Satanism is this one thing that Anton LaVey did, nonsense. Nope. And so you. See, I got into Satanism before I ever heard of Anton LaVey. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, well yeah, I'm sure you heard of Aleister Crowley and oh, yeah. all those yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah. yeah Rosicrucianism, <laughs> the. You know the sacred rose, the 
All of that, yeah. Look, I got what got me into all of this was uh, was actually Enochian magic, and and all of this stuff that was written by John Dee and Edward Kelly back in like the sixteen, the fifteen, the mid fifteen hundreds, you know. And 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 yeah, you know, it presented itself as the language of angels, and I was like, ooh, cool, you know. I was like fifteen or whatever. I'm like, ooh, cool, you know, neat. And uh, and then there was the book um, Enochian Magic, and you know I I don't know man, but who was paying attention to what I was reading? Nobody. Anyway, sorry, totally different <laughs> trail. But but yeah, these books. I mean, man, like Enochian Magic, it would have like all these complicated geometric diagrams, all these names to remember, all this stuff. And you know, back then you didn't have internet. You didn't have anything that told you how to pronounce anything. So there was always this paranoia, like, what if I pronounce something wrong? You know, you know, that, that, you know, yeah, there's always this stuff, you know, but then you find out later. I mean, and it says right there in the books, it would say, you know, well, you know, you shouldn't call them these names, but here they are. (laughs) So, so let's get to the beginning of your story. So before you were 15, before you heard the voice, um, you said you grew up in, you, you said Awanis, so I'm assuming you grew up in some Baptist churches. So, yeah. like, tell, tell us what led you to this place, how you, how you got to the voice. Please tell okay. us that story. All right, so, so I grew up pretty much cultural Christian, you know, 70s kid, so pretty typical 70s, you know. Every, everybody is a Christian, <laughs> you know. It's just the thing, and whether they are or not, whatever. But, you know, so um, when I was about... I would say 10, about 10 years old, uh, what my parents would do was drop me off at Awana's on Thursday nights, and they would go off on their date night. So it was a safe place to dump me, and they could go do their thing, and I liked Awana Olympics. I was really good at memorizing scripture. I was literally a walking, talking preacher or whatever at like 12, okay, zero zero understanding really you know right. i could walk the talk i could walk it and i could talk it but hell on man you know so um so yeah anyway um i was only there for a couple of years and then we moved we moved way out in the middle of nowhere and so while we were out there i got a job in town where i had access to this hole in the wall bookstore you know and i had been i had been removed enough from the church that you know, it wasn't even in my mind anymore. And I'd gone into this bookstore and I'd seen these books, you know, again, I'm thinking, well, it was angels, <laughs> you know. So I pick up these books and yeah, you know, one thing leads to another. And I was outside right after I picked up these books. That's when I had gone outside and I was sitting on some fence. Again, I lived out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, at about two o'clock in the morning, and I'm just asking, I don't even know what I was asking, I don't remember. You know, it's just some, whatever question hits a 15 year old, you know, whatever. And I heard an answer, an audible voice, which I had never heard before, anything, and I was like, well, you know. But, you know, I was open to the idea, whatever, you know, because right. I had no grounding. You know, my parents were grounded in Christianity. I mean, come on, man. They dumped me off at the church and while they went and did whatever you know so yeah so um so yeah you know i listened to this voice and i was like i again like i said i scoffed um i went to bed 
And then, just like over time, I guess, I don't know, I guess because I was reading these books again, and I started doing these things. I started, you know, drawing things and putting them on the walls. and like and, and, and Yes, yes, sigils for the most part. Start drawing them, putting them on the walls with all the colors, you know, the appropriate colors, whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then, see, what happened, though, because I was studying this. Yeah, appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I was studying this stuff, and there came a point when I, I, I ditched the books because, you know, and I was really just, I want to say, because this is how we view things, is that I was just sort of pulling things out of the air and making up my own rituals, and it just got, it got bad, <laughs> you know. And, um, yeah, I was calling straight up on whatever, Satan, I didn't care, you know. I, I had no fear, you know, which admittedly is stupid, but I was stupid. <laughs> what do I say? <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Um, but really I had been exposed to magic, and I had been exposed to the silver mind control methods, and my grandmother and people like that in my family had exposed me to a lot of these weird things as a kid mm. that my parents didn't even know about. So that was already in my head from being like, you know, nine and ten and eight years old and so forth. So so there's that. Just want to yeah. throw that in. <laughs> What's really interesting to me is is like, you know, it, I, I don't know if you've ever watched the show Supernatural or any of the other kind of pop culture <laughs> Sid, things that Roth? deal with de demons or yeah, demons or angels or whatever, is they all it's why, you know, like if you want to read the book of Enoch, I think that you should wait until you have the foundation to understand what the book is as a historical writing. You should. You need to. You need yeah. to. Yeah. <laughs> because people, they pull out all these names, Meta, Metatron. Yeah. They pull out these, these, these different <laughs> little, little things here and there from the book of Enoch and that are like... You're going to end up in Kabbalah territory when you start doing stuff like that if you're not grounded in yeah. the word, in yeah. a canonized scripture. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. So let, let, so I, I haven't delved too deeply into, you know, magic or a lot of that other stuff. I know a little bit, you know, like the right-hand path, the left-hand path, some sigil stuff, and some of that stuff is real gross, by the way. A lot of bodily fluids. Yeah. They, yeah, they no, I never, that. I never, I never got, I never went that direction. I, I don't know, I don't know, but for some reason, I just never, I never went that direction. Like weird, gross stuff, you know. I didn't, you know, I wasn't thinking about killing babies or, you know, right. eat, eating children or what. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. some I, of those people just <laughs> jump in though. Yeah, um, I know, I know, I know, I know. That was always a constant fight too. It really was. So what does it look like when you when you, you said you started by reading books and you started drawing some sigils? Um, what does it what does it look like um, as a young person and how did it progress over time? Because you know this kind of magic, Satan, all of that. Like, how did you decide to talk to Satan? Was it just the, the that first voice you heard, or it was the voice? Tell me, yeah. Give me, give me those deets. Because I, I can't understand it. <laughs> it was music. I started getting into black metal music. And no, that's not black people, you know, creating metal music. 
no, for real. <laughs> There's people out there. Anyway, um, you know, I love horror movies. I love stuff like werewolves and vampires or whatever. I love that stuff anyway when I was a kid. I wasn't saved. Come on, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, and um, I could, like I said, man, I can walk the walk and talk the talk, but uh, no way. And uh, so anyway, I really love my horror movies. And back then, Fox had just gotten started. And um, we had like four channels, you know, and Fox was the only one that stayed on till like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. And they always played these, you know, uh, The Howling and, you know, all these horror movies, you know, and I just love that stuff. And um, yeah, just one thing led to another. I was listening to black metal. And uh, yeah, things just started getting darker and darker to the point that, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I, w I was playing around with stuff I didn't look I had things that were dragging me out of bed in the middle of the night I had physically? I had people oh yeah physically I had people that I had taken out to this um this abandoned church that I had made like my place you know or whatever you know and I was taking people out there and we were doing this ritual one night and man we heard like hoof prints or whatever and it's just one one room it's a wooden building or whatever. Man, we heard these hoopers all the way across. <laughs> you know, down one side, across the back. Over. That was insane. That was insane. <sighs> you know, but you know what? I still wasn't afraid. <sighs> yes. <sighs> ah! <laughs> you know. In this, with this, I feel like, like if you look at the Greek word that's often used, it was used in the Septuagint, uh, to often use the you know the old the Hebrew word for the same meaning, but the the Greek word that is used for sorcery is pharmakeia, yeah, which well. is is used for you know sorcery as well. But it ha it is tied to um, rituals including drugs when it comes to well, this. I did sort a lot of, of drugs. I, I, I was drugs. yeah I was wondering how much of that is. I in did there. a lot of acid. I dealt acid. Oh my word! <laughs> you know. <laughs> 17 years old dealing acid and I mean you know I can kind of giggle about it but it's not funny you know but yeah no 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 I got yeah you just you delve in and um you have no idea what you're playing with you don't you know I hear like Joe Rogan and all these lunatics out there you know talking about ayahuasca you know talking about the machine elves and I'm like <laughs> yeah those aren't elves <laughs> those aren't elves <laughs> They're Whatever. there, though. Whatever. The, Don't listen the to me. Work elves are there. They're just not elves. <laughs> yeah, there's some kind of machine elves. I don't know what, but uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't play. I don't even play like that, man. I wouldn't play like that. You yeah. know. So. Um, well, and that's one of the things that I've told people is because when you get into the conversation, what is it? What is the drug that he mentions? He, uh, do, have you tried DMT? DMT. DMT. No, I've never touched DMT or ayahuasca. Yeah, he's no, you know no. he, he every it, it seems there the response the the seeing of these beings these clockwork elves that some people call them is across the board. Yeah, people run into yeah, that's which scare is, you. It's a scary <laughs> thing, anyone, which sounds like scare well, anyone, don't do that. Um, but let me ask Izzy because you know like he, he uh, Izzy spent a lot of time. Yeah, uh, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, before he was uh, doing hunting demons, he was you know doing the ghost hunting. Um, mm. And so, what do you, what, when you hear this story, when you have you have you come across any of this stuff? 
before Izzy? Mm. About the DMT stuff, or yeah. no? no, no well, we could talk about that too. But I mean, just the you know rituals and people doing this stuff rather people than just contacting being demons and just not being you know not realizing what they're doing, but the contacting demons. I mean, what what's your, what's been your um, you know you, you've studied this stuff, so yeah. You know. So from what I've gathered, most people it's very elementary to them. They think they're getting into it deep, and then they just get. I mean, the Bible, it, thank God that we have a canon for starters. And, you know, for 1800 years, the Bible has been unchanged if you want to get technical about it, at least that long. But um, when you start getting into baby witches, especially, they are like 10 times more potent than baby Christians. Into what? Oh, baby they, witches? Baby oh. witches. Yeah, 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 yeah. They are 10 times. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. No, expound. I mean, like, I, I'm picking it so, up. Okay, so you know, you have like a babe in Christ. <clears throat> yes. Uh, a baby witch is essentially a witch that just got started. Yeah. And when I say they're 10 times more potent, what I mean is they're unhinged, they're, they're mixing spells up, they're reading from contradictory sources. They're yes, let's mix it all together and go. <laughs> they are literally doing what thou wilt, if I could be quite honest with you. Yes. Yes. Um, and they're mixing blood magic and sex magic. They're doing whatever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. You don't know. One baby witch can literally look nothing like the next baby witch you bump into. Um, at least baby Christians read from the same book. That's all I have to yes. say about that. That's um, true. Thank you. And so uh, as, far as, as far as like the deep stuff, I'm going to be honest with you. You have to read some really dark stuff to see the real stuff. And then you have to find the people who practice it. Let me tell you something. I watched a TV show the other night. I had to tell my wife to turn it off because when there are demons on the screen that you can't see, I can't see them, but I can feel them when they jump up on screen and I start, my skin starts crawling. That's why I can't watch ghost hunting shows for the most part. I love it. I'll still watch it every once in a while because I like to, I like to make notes on like, okay, they're using this piece of tech to do this. But every once in a while, I'll have to turn it off because it makes me so uncomfortable. There is a show called The Witch Doctor Will See You Now. And it is this show about this guy who starts looking at these different sources, all different types of witchcraft to for people to heal their anxiety or their depression or whatever the case may be. And that was uncomfortable to look at because they cut open a black rooster and I mean, right away, when when it got when it gets to a specific type of animal, especially a black rooster, they are contacting something very powerful and very demonic, and they know what they're doing. Witch doctors know what they're doing. And when I saw that snippet, I was like, "Ooh, this! Now we're getting into like some really deep stuff because these people know what they're doing." Big time. There was a show that I watched. I don't know what channel it was. May have been Netflix. It was uh, Forrest Galante the animal guy and he was looking for a leopard and he went to a witch doctor to help him find the leopard and i was sitting there going you know this is with the exception of this little small part right here this is a fascinating show he's trying to find extinct animals yeah. right that's interesting yeah. but then you get uh, he he went there and they did you know he, he got a goat head and did all this stuff and it was like, I was watching it, and I was like, I really like the animal aspect of this, but I could live without the witch doctor. <laughs> right? Because it just yeah. makes me think of, in Georgia, I think, there's a river 
and every now and then they'll find um i don't know if it's the heads or the bodies of goats floating down the river it's one of the two and then like i think a year or two ago there were like 200 plus goat bodies or goat heads floating down the river because you know some santeria or whatever was happening nearby santeria yeah that's messed up i see that and i go this is not great no see that's one thing i'm so glad i love animals i've always loved animals (laughs) so you you see them cutting open a black rooster what was the point of the rooster you know there were multiple uh rituals involving different types of birds different types of chickens there was one in particular i'm trying to remember where they had to cut a still beating heart out of the chicken's chest and then swallow it there was one where um they had to this was a different bird these were all different uh a woman's anxiety she had to be buried um in an open grave in a shallow grave and they lightly buried her and she had to close her eyes and just you know i guess kind of pretend that she was dead or whatever and you want to talk about like different belief systems that nod to the resurrection <laughs> this is interesting she's, right she's, because the idea is she is going to die and then become a new person when she comes out of the grave yeah, so yeah. they bury a chicken into the into a nearby area as well and they said if the chicken lives if it survives if, if they pick it up and it's alive then she's cured of her anxiety because the chicken was able to take on her insecurities and such uh, a wow. chance escape chicken just for anxiety <laughs> yeah well her anxiety was insane like she um, she was shaking like at the smallest thing but i just thought here here's what blows my mind we have the gifts of the holy spirit we we have this practically in our backyard and then every church you know and i i brought this up in another podcast where it was like these these church buildings are being they're begun the process of setting up like fast food franchises where it's i see a church i see a burger king a wendy's a church burger king mcdonald's church and it's like what's going on here what do you mean it's it's one of those things that just drive me nuts that if we focus more on discipleship instead of membership yeah that is crazy there's a book by scott mcknight called the king jesus gospel that i read last year um and it's all about that about how churches um one of the big issues is so he kind of split it in between two issues one being it all being about membership rather than discipleship and the other was uh they focus so much on uh soteriology or how salvation happens that they forget the rest of the gospel and they forget the resurrection they forget these other things and that's the issue is we should be focusing more on discipleship than these specific issues right i agree with it this is great i I, i'd never thought about putting it in that way and that's exactly what i see um man it's because it's set up like a business model yeah yeah i mean who cares about how many people are there if nobody knows the word you know if nobody's being edified and built up and you know and encouraged and and (laughs) you know how can you be filled with joy if you don't even know why you're supposed to be full of joy i mean there's a certain level of course duh you know holy spirit's gonna you know but i mean you know everything is everything is everything's right here okay (laughs) 
you know. But you know, but no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and I'm gonna judge people, I'm gonna blame people because you know what? Before he saved me, you know, I could have read the Bible a bunch of times. I did read it. But you know what? Man, after he saved me, boy, I opened this thing up. Well not this particular one, but I opened up the Bible and just it just came alive. It was like, wow. You know? How awesome is that? So- so it's it is it's incredible um so when it comes to magic or satanism i mean you you don't even have to go to satan you can go to any other number of quote-unquote gods from any pantheon and that's where witchcraft comes from people are like oh well i'm a i'm a green witch i'm I'm a a kitchen witch Right, and it's like you realize that every single witch in the past was tied to specific gods that they were praying to. It wasn't just like, oh, well, I'm affecting the earth. The earth, there was Gaia, there were certain <laughs> earth deities, but like it wasn't just, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but if you look at the vast majority of other gods, uh, Baal, if you look at these other these other terrible things, look at how how uh, they describe Satan in the Bible, or the you know uh, he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may destroy. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Kill, kill, and you and look destroy. at the 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 battle between uh, Yahweh and Elijah versus uh, Baal and his and his priests. They want blood. <laughs> I love that man. I love that one. Re- regardless one. of what's going on, they want. Yep. blood because blood yeah. is the life blood has always been the thing the too with satanism okay look i mean i i cut myself you know here's all the little cuts on myself you know and soaked them into paper and i wrote things out burned them in the fire i did all that stuff all that stuff you know and and you know i mean it, it it's funny that you even say that because i was watching like uh i don't know tbn or something at a friend's house <laughs> oh lord and I watched this dude <laughs> literally take some paper and write like, you know, money and you know, big old dollar signs or whatever. Big old, you know, paper, right? He had this little burner, you know, a little fire next to him. It's a church. Okay. And he's taking this and say, you know, everybody, blah, money. Burns it. And I'm like, how is this different from Satanism or, or magic or whatever you want to call it? Okay, it's all Satanism. It's all Satanism. If it's not from yeah. Christ, it's mm-hmm. Satan. Yeah. Because there's only one way out. There's only one truth. All the rest so, of it is just chaos. So let, let's let, let when you were in the thick of it, when you were in the deepest part of mm-hmm. this lifestyle, uh, obviously before you you fa- uh, Jesus found you. Um, well, he he knew where you were the whole time. Let's be real. Of course. But, of course. Um, <laughs> pulled me out when he wanted to. <laughs> when, when you were in the deep of it. How deep did you end up going? Because, I, like I said, I, I've had friends who went. Like I, there was a guy I knew when I was living in Georgia, um, who he worked for me, and he started doing uh, left-hand path sigils and uh, a little bit of blood runes. And I, I, I have the name of God written on my arm. I don't know if you. I've got the the um, tetragrammaton right here. Okay. YHWH. And this dude walked, one random dude, not the guy that worked with me, walked up to me one day and he said, Oh, 
you're you're one of us and i was like depends on what you mean by that please please <laughs> down he, dude he didn't know his own runes enough to know i wasn't a norse pagan oh wow and he wanted me to join his <laughs> norse pagan church and i was like this is the name of god brother this is this i i have this here because of a verse in song of solomon i'm not going to be good at your party like, this is not fun I don't want to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to play with me, really, because I'm going to go out there. Because hey, give them the gospel. Talk about Satan. <laughs> yeah, the, the demons, uh, to simplify, demons, fallen angels, are do have power. Like, let's not yeah, do. Satan will give Satan will give people power. Okay, it's not real power. Come on, you know. But you don't know that. You don't know when you're in the midst of everything. I mean, you know, you can affect little changes here and there, and you can certainly be deceived into thinking that you're affecting changes here and there. But really, you're really in control. <laughs> you know, no. But you know, Satan can deceive people. And, and and again, you know, I I went sideways to the point that you know I I, I had I had gone gay. I had been in the whole gay scene. I oh man. What a degenerate! <laughs> yeah. you know what? I, I, you know, I hate even thinking about my past sometimes. But it's like, you I know understand. what? I, ha you know, sometimes it helps to uh, to talk about it because it's like, you know, like, people need to know. Like, hey, look, if they can save me, can save anyone. You know, anyone. Yeah, dude. Like my my fa my father who isn't with us anymore. Um, before he got saved, uh, he was a heroin addict. And he was a biker. He never joined uh, a club, but he rode with the devil's disciples. Um, and he did some terrible things. Some of the stories he would tell, like I, like I couldn't use some of the words, even though they were in people's names, um, because I get kicked off of YouTube for uttering <laughs> their names. Um, but he was a heroin addict. And uh, do you do you happen to know who Nikki Cruz is, Spiruski? Uh, I don't think I know that name. I'm not sure. Nick Cruz um, was he was tied in with Team Challenge. I don't know if you you know what Team Challenge is. Mm -hmm. um, Team Challenge is essentially like a I think it comes out of the Assemblies of God maybe, um, okay. but it's a uh, Christian drug rehabilitation and helping people who are on drugs find Jesus and have better lives, right? Yeah. And one of the early people who was, I can't remember the name of the guy who started it, David Wilkerson, that's his name. Uh, he, one of the guys that he helped out a lot was a guy named Nicky Cruz, who grew up in, I don't know if it was Santa Muerte or Santeria, but his mother was uh, essentially a witch doctor of sorts in that, that realm. And so he has a, he had a book out there called Run Baby Run uh, by Nicky Cruz. And I remember reading that as a kid and reading these other stories and you know of course there were some fake ones out there during the satanic panic of the 90s but at the same time you can read some of these and go that's that's real right uh, but all that to say you know that's kind of tangential um but my dad he went he went before a judge after being caught on a i guess a possession and the judge said you can either go to teen challenge and um, essentially go to drug rehab or I'm throwing you in, in, in prison. Mm. And my dad said, okay, I'll go to Teen Challenge. Mm. Um, the first night he got there, which he had been able to do drugs up until that point, been able to, to do heroin up until that point, uh, he gets there 
and um, he he at Teen Challenge he he uh, you know he grew up in a Presbyterian household I believe but he wasn't Christian before that um, but he accepted Jesus he said he he gave his life to Jesus and he went to sleep that night and he slept for three days and woke up after the withdrawal was over. Awesome. Oh, wow. Awesome. Like, Lord, just let him sleep through it, man. Awesome. <laughs> that is awesome, Millie. Oh, he knows. So, he knows. And all that to say is, you know, your your story, your testimony, your moving away from this stuff is a powerful thing to tell people because you look at, like, Supernatural or you look at um, any exorcist movie um, that has ever existed. You see these people fighting demons in such ways that, like, they don't realize that it's the name of Jesus and that the mm -hmm. devil's actually just a little, excuse my French, is a little bitch that'll run away if you, if, if you he, rebuke Hey, him look, him. right after I got saved, I mean, uh, like I said, I mean, I would have things that would bug me while I slept, you know. And I remember after I got saved, um, I had something try to mess with me. And, I, again, you know, when you first get saved, you're theologically retarded, you know. It's true. Gone, you know, and you know, I didn't know anything but to say Jesus, the name of Jesus. And I remember, man, because I felt these things coming in. And I was like, I, I woke up and I was just like, I, I, I said Jesus and, you know, go away, <laughs> you know. And um, after the third time, poof, they're gone. I mean, I, and they ne they've never been back, ever. I've never had a problem now with, like, something bugging me, you know, when I sleep or whatever. Like, nope. Well, nope. Izzy's <laughs> wife um, would, if in t tell me if I'm wrong here, Izzy's wife would essentially, I don't know if she'd go to sleep, but she'd, she'd have astral pro projections. Mm. She would be somewhere else before Jesus took over her life, right? Yeah, <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, she never had control over it, but when she would go to sleep, she would kind of blink and then just bounce around different places. And um, wow. it was something that she never had any control over. And she wow. only had it one other time when she was at, when she actually accepted Christ. Hmm. And when she had blinked back to her body, once again, out of her control, she just happened to come back. Daisy, are you okay over there? My dog is just... <laughs> Good Lord. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, but my wife, um, she had blinked back to her body completely. Um, it wasn't her choice. She just came back, and there was a demon over her trying to figure out a way to get in. Yeah, 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 man. In Jesus name. So she sees her own body, and the demon is. If I'm talking plainly, it's just because I'm so used to these stories. Yeah, no. But, um, it's it, it was it was over her, and so here her body is, and, and she sees it over her, and because all she was thinking was, I need to get back to my body. I need to I need to get back. And something else was trying to feed her to the punch, and she rebuked it in the name of Jesus, and she had never done that before. But when she did, her eyes popped open, and yeah. I was there when she woke up. <laughs> she yeah. had told me yeah. exactly what happened, but to me, it just looked like a dream that she just woke up from because she jumped up and was gasping for air and freaking out. And um, she said that she gave me the story, uh, but yeah, she used to she used to um, astral project all the time. There's definitely another dimension 
that people and that people like to think of heaven and earth, of hell, of all of these concepts in very poor ways. People don't understand most of the stuff they talk about, if I'm being honest. But there is yeah. a a spiritual dimension mm-hmm. that lives in parallel with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, it, not not to go too far in that direction, but I I, I want to get to to get to the good the 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 great part of your story. Um, so you when you're like like you said before when you're 15 you were asking a question and you got an audible answer and when you asked who, who that was they said Lucifer which is a lie right. it was it, it was probably some punk, know, whatever punk just something ha- you know half yeah. butt <laughs> but uh, and then you you started doing a lot of reading you did sigils you did a a, a small amount of cutting you went into the um, into a, the LGBTQIA plus lifestyle in well, some sense. I wasn't sense. that back then, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, and so, what? And, and how how long has it been since this change happened? Since Jesus wrecked your parents? Um, five years ago. He 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 pulled me out of that five years ago. I was studying like robotics and. Um, that led me to like quantum computing and that led me to CERN and that led me to some, some, you know, transhumanism and I just, I don't know, man, there, there was, I was watching this video uh, that my friend Photo Helix put up and, um, I don't know what he said, just all of a sudden it just, I felt my, I felt my chest just, just, just twinge. And it was like I, I, all of a sudden, I saw the evil for what it was. I saw the Lord for what He is, and and that He is good, and He's holy. And I saw my own evil and sin, and just wickedness, and just rebel, re- really rebellion, and just you know, whatever you know. And I just, oh man, I just. I collapsed. I mean, I collapsed into tears, and I just cried out to God, you know, save me, help me, you know. I mean, you know, I, I believe, you know, that that's it. And uh, and yeah, and it still took a little while. It did. It took a little while to, you know, to pull me out of all that because basically I was walking backwards through all this stuff, and you know, I spent, I spent the better part of the first year just debunking my own nonsense <laughs> and yeah. that was fun i was having a ball <laughs> you know and then and then of course now your, i had no idea that christy huh what was your what were your favorite things to debunk of your own nonsense? oh well you know things like uh um zeitgeist you ever seen the zeitgeist what? That, that movie is, okay oh, that is my a trash word. movie and you know why uh-huh. it's trash because <laughs> it literally is the it's a game of telephone from what's the name uh, the a tale of two babylons i think is the name of the book um where a guy just sort of made up different things that were like oh well mithras is blah 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 oh well yeah. this and all jesus is just caught, and all of it made its way from a presbyterian a scottish presbyterian minister who made stuff up because he hated the Catholic Church? Who yeah. <laughs> zeitgeist and then religious, and it's it yeah, literally the is yeah. just trust yeah. me, bro. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> um, I started debunking things like even 
even things that I learned in school, and I'll tell you guys right now, man, if you got kids in public school, get them out of there, okay? Because, man, evolution in the 70s, like late 70s, you know, uh, the earth, was a big it was a big thing, you know, and, and, and it was all saving the earth stuff. And I think even by the time I was like 12, I had already sort of had these ideas implanted in me, like, uh, you know, we're just... We're nothing but just specks, you know, biological accidents, you know. And, and then you get this idea in your head that, well, we're nothing really but just parasites on the earth. They teach this to your children. Well, they did to us, okay. Parents don't even know. Parents have no clue what their kids are being taught. You know, they send them to school and they're like, yeah, you know, whatever. Okay, so evolution was a huge lie, okay. Um... Yeah, there were other things that I was like, you know, I would I would get taught things in school that contradicted what the Bible said, and then I wasn't getting any sort of, um, I had nobody to ask, really, and, you know, when, when you're at that age, I mean, you're kind of in the wind, you know, and so, yeah, so, so there's that, anyway. And so after you, after you were debunking things, um, was there a moment uh, that you remember where you felt the Holy Spirit, like truly, for the first time, outside of you know God giving you a new heart, but like that indwelling, that that big change. Was there uh, a, a moment it was like immediate. That? It was immediate. It, it was okay. immediate. I mean, yes, it took me a while to walk out of the Gnostic ideas that I had. You know what I mean? The New Ageism, the whatever. They're satanic. I don't care. It's satanic. Whatever it is, if it's not Christ. It's satanic. Period. Okay, so it took me a while to get drawn out of all that, you know. But no, it was it was instant. It was absolutely. I started changing immediately. I mean, I remember like I, like I tried to watch a horror movie or something shortly after being saved, and I was screaming at the screen, "You need Jesus! Now, if if you guys had Jesus, none of this would even be a problem. None of this would be happening right now, you know. And and you know, I just." And then, and then I started getting um, disturbed, offended. Off I, my language, you guys, I used to cuss, not a lot, you know, from every other word or anything, but, man, I hear people now speak the way I used to speak, and it grieves me, <laughs> you know, it, gr it grieves me inside, you know, because I hear the things that they have against God and they don't really have it against God. It's against the people that yeah. you know. Claim or August God. or Augustine. Or Augustine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we're being, if we want, <laughs> if we're being honest, drill, drill back into history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have issues with Augustine. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> um. But yeah, so you you felt that change immediately. You felt like yeah. you had a new heart. Um, yeah. You started debunking yeah. yourself. Um, how how quickly was, I know you, you said you had to get away from your nonsense, you had to debunk your nonsense, but how quickly, uh, what, how quick was the, um, the detox, the withdrawal of Man. getting away? Like, at how, least how, how a year, at least a year, at least a year at least a year, because I didn't really understand, you know, I had a lot of funny ideas in my head, 
You know, and, and, and I wanted to immediately tie them to scripture because. Right. You know, and I went, oh, well, maybe this, you know, maybe this, or whatever. You know, you want to think, you want to think somewhere that you weren't totally wrong. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you start doing that. And. Nah. Nah. Because the more you start reading scripture and, and also. Um, you know, I, I started hearing things because I started, you know, floating around Christian community or whatever, which I had no idea. I didn't know who any of these people were, <laughs> like, even four years ago. You know, Joel Osteen and Stephen Furtick, and I didn't know who any of these people were. I didn't care, you know. And now, all of a sudden, I'm like, man, really? It's got to be this complicated. It, it's not this complicated, you know. And I just, again, I really thank God because... You know, I read first before I even said a word to anybody, dude. I read because I knew that, man, there's no shortage of people out there willing to jump on you and suck you into their little theological camp. <laughs> you know, and I was like, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to sit here and I'm going to at least read the New Testament and I read Proverbs, you know, sort of figure out what's going on. What happened to me? You know, and, and, and I did, and, and then I got sucked into the, <laughs> the extremes, <laughs> you know, so, but that's fine, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had to learn, you know, oh, yeah. praise God, man, he'll, he'll pull you through wherever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah. You know. So, yeah. Izzy, what, what are your thoughts of, you know, the kind of, because we're, we're getting to 57 minutes, so we're, we'll shift into last call after that and I, I want to talk I want to tell you about um, last time I told you I believe I told you about the story of my girlfriend and the demon yeah. that I had um, I want to tell you about uh, a sleep a sleep paralysis situation I had uh, when I was newly married you know well into well I mean I was raised Christian I've been Christian essentially my whole life I, I'll actually tell you about my crystallizing moment with Jesus that came very young We'll talk about that in the last call, um, but I want to I want to get your breakdown, your understanding, or any questions that you have for Sparuski, uh before we get into the patrons only portion of the show. Yeah, actually, I do have a question for you, um, and I'll, I'll stay away from the controversies, like because uh, I, I do have one question that I'm not going to ask. Which we can is do it in how many phonies do we think are out there that that claim that they're they were Satanists? That are making a stupid amount of money right now. Daisy, would you John Ramirez? Sorry. I, oh. I didn't say that. Name. Anyway. But on the flip side, here's what I will ask you. In and it seems to collide into the police world and the conspiracy world, which is um, satanic ritual abuse. And it seems to be a lot of children get pulled into this world, even children of parents that are a part of whether it's the satanic camp or the luciferian camp because i know there's like small nuances to each camp but somewhere in that there's some really really sadistic stuff that the police will not mess with and for the life of me i can't understand why what my main question is how how much of that have you don't have to go into detail by the way, but how much of that is true? I think probably all of it's true. I mean, I, I've never been really, I, I, I never, like I said, I mean, 
praise the Lord somehow because again, you know, he's outside of time and we're not. So, you know, I I think he got me through whatever it was, you know, he'll, he, he he let me go through whatever I did, but at the same time, no, I never got exposed to that. Now, I knew people that were sort of, ex, you know, sort of reveled in, the, in in this weird, you know, sick stuff, Dege just degenerate and, and like you say, you know, abusive and, but no, I, I, uh -uh, I didn't, know some, I, I don't want that stuff in my head. And, and, but you know what? I believe every bit of it because, because just, just the way that, 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 that the Lord, I don't know, the way that the Lord like woke me up, it was that I saw the evil for what it was and I saw the Lord, I saw his holiness. And when I saw evil for what it was, I understood the depths the depths of it, you know, to, to the point that I really don't, you know, I never saw the depths to where they could go, and, but, yeah, I, I and I don't want to, thank you, <laughs> you know, um, I put enough of that stuff in my head, I, I don't, I don't want, mm -mm, I don't, mm -mm. I wish I could forget <laughs> a lot of stuff, but I, I, I put in my head. That's, that's fully understandable, um, yeah. I've had, what, what I've found, um, in, I've met some people who will talk about their time within the occult, within um, either Satanism or very close to it, heathen, heathen, different heathen stuff, pagan stuff, Wicca, crap like that. Um, what I have found um, on a very limited scale, and so I'm not saying it's the rule, is when people revel in the details, not that they, not that they won't speak about it, but like it, you know, it, it, when they revel in telling their story everywhere, a lot of times those aren't the people to listen to. Yeah, I don't, I don't want, I don't want, no, I want to forget that stuff. You know, I mean, I understand people are gonna ask me questions, but I really just, I just, I want to think of the Lord. I want, I want to set my mind on the things above. You know, we're told to do that, and there's a reason for that. You know, and it's a healthy reason. Thank you. You know, yeah. yeah, let's please, let's, look, can we, can we just glorify God? Because, you know, yeah, because, yeah, I, I you know, I've noticed that with some people, like, you know, they, they really get into these details, and I'm like, okay, something's not right here, you know, like, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't know, man, that's like a, that's like a carnal thing, and, and, you know, what, one of you guys were saying earlier, you know, like, like just reading the scriptures, I mean, there's a carnal way to read the scriptures, and then there's, you know, when you're spiritually dead and then you're made alive, then you see the spiritual things, you know? Carnal mind can't understand the spiritual things. It's true. So. Um, well, let me, let me, we're going to shift over into the subscriber-only portion in just a minute. Um, but before I do that, I do want to ask you the big question of the show. Which, if if you've ever watched or listened to the show, you know it's coming. If you haven't, good luck, man. It's I'm putting you on the spot. Um, I think I know what your answer will be. But uh, when the this show is about hope, I've said it before, and I'll keep talking about it. It's about hope, redemption. It's about honestly, it's about sanctification. It's about all sorts of things. But uh, we live in a dark time. We live in a time where people are quote unquote black pilled where people are not optimistic whatsoever. Um, and so one of the things I like to do at the end of every show is gives people hope, Christian or not, 
um, regardless of the what the hope is. So it can be Christian, it can be local, it can be in your house, it can be global, whatever. But what's something right now, uh, Spruski, that is that gives you hope and the motivation to carry on that we could share with our, our audience tonight? God is sovereign. God is in control. God is good. He's also merciful. And he's kind enough to give us his grace. And, and we don't deserve it. And, um, and, and he's just. And, but the most important thing is that he's sovereign. You know, and, and we don't have to worry about things. We don't. We really don't. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, and he's coming back. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Straight up, man. Straight up. And, and, and like Paul says, I am convinced that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay? So, stop freaking out. I <laughs> feel like freaking out all the time. It's funny. But whatever. It's not funny, but I'm kind of clown-pilled. I'm more clown-pilled than, like, I'm, I'm really clown-pilled. <laughs> you know, I, I think a lot of things are funny. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I watch a thing called Prophecy Bingo just, you know. I call it, I, you know, I look at it as like light listening, you know, but um, Chris Roseboro uh, does a, anyway, it's a channel on YouTube, but, you know, just, just for, for fun, but yeah, I'm pretty clown-pilled about just, you know, <laughs> but at the same time, and all these false teachers, and all these false prophets, all these apostles, you know, um, right. man, they're everywhere, I can't believe how many, I can't believe, they're just, they're everywhere, I'm like, <laughs> wow, really? And then I feel bad because I'm like, you know, I didn't help. You know, I, I didn't help. <laughs> you know. right. mm -hmm, so. Uh, well, so with that, that's a good answer. I'm, I love it. Um, with that, I do want to let people know um, what's going to come up. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about some of the things I want to talk about in the last call portion of the show. Um, and But before that, I do want you guys to be able to tell people where to find you. Uh, your YouTube is in the description, Spiruski. I need to put your stuff in my description. I'll put that in there later. Remind me, Izzy, because I, for, I forgot to do that. Um, but I will fix it. Um, but let people know where, where to find you if they want to. Beyond that. <laughs> me, just Spiruski at Gmail. I'm also Spiruski at Twitter. Um, I'm starting a new website, uh, but we're still working on it, but it's called theonlyobjectivetruth.com, and you can email me there, but, uh, but yeah, that's going to be a couple of months ahead, and I started a new YouTube channel, but you know what, Gmail is being a, a turd, and so, <laughs> you know, I think I'm just going to have to restart another channel, but use like a different non-Gmail, which I found out you can do that, so, yeah. Um, Cool. I, well, I didn't know. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything, man. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, so anyway, but um, yeah, just uh, the only objective truth dot com. Spruce at Gmail, Spruce at Twitter. I'm Spruce Alexander on Facebook, but you know, whatever. So. <laughs> anyway, I think that's it. And I'll try to make sure to put all that in the below. I know that Izzy is pretty much you're Izzy centric everywhere, correct? Yeah, and the last thing that I was able to get in control over was my Instagram handle. Um, that took some time because I was locked out of my original Izzy Centric account, and I had to call myself Izzy Centric Official for like a year and a half, two years, <laughs> nice. maybe even three years. 
And um, I was one day wondering I was why like, you, you know what? Let me try to change it and see. And then it, they gave me the green light. So I guess they deleted my old account. <laughs> but I'm easy centric straight across the board. So Sweet. I've been oh. seeing you around forever, man. <laughs> He's great. See, All right. No, so I'm so. With with that, um, in last call, we will be talking maybe about some more pet peeves. I'm going to talk about uh, the time I had uh, sleep, sleep paralysis. Um, I, I want to talk about my uh, least favorite demon in horror movies because it disappointed me so bad. Um, and just anything else. We'll, we'll dig in wherever we want to dig in. Uh, but for the rest of you, I, uh, next week Izzy's going to be back. One of my one of our listeners messaged me after the last episode he was on and said, "Hey, what does he think of Scott uh, Johnson?" And I was like, and he goes, "You know, it was so funny." He was like, I'm, "I'm not sure if you know who that is." And I was like, "Are you talking about my friend Scott, the one that I had on my show in October that was?" Uh, that does exorcism stuff and he goes oh yeah I was like yeah I'll just have them both on at the same time so that's what's happening next year uh, they're going to cool. compare notes it's going to be good um, after that uh, we're going to talk to Idol Killer aka Warren McGrew about uh, he was once Calvinist and is no longer and I want to explore the reasons for his, his change um, and then after that the last one for January uh, we're going to finally have Miss Naomi Wright on the show. Naomi oh, cool. uh, is a very interesting woman for multiple reasons. She does have her own ministry called Be Emboldened. Uh, but one of the in, the most, in, you know, you hate something sad to be the most interesting thing about you. But I think that's true for most of us. Um, but her father started a uh, a cult when she was a child, a polygamist cult that claimed to be Christian. And she, we're going to talk to her about that situation, what it's like to have a father who's a cult leader, and how she got away. It's going to be, I, I've, I've been waiting to have this conversation for months now, because every time we've tried to set it up, something has gone horribly wrong. She had COVID one time, I was sick the other, like, I think third time's a charm, it's going to happen this time. Uh, so that's, that's the rest of the month. Um, and for my boring stuff, um, patreon.com slash the mad ones if you want to listen to the extended episode which will be starting immediately after this um, patreon like I said patreon.com slash the mad ones t-shirts mugs and new stuff in the future we are the mad ones.com slash store unfortunately on Twitter I am still at ham Carlos because Elon will not give me my name back um, <laughs> I just want my name. I don't even want to count. Just give me my name. my name. Let me have my name back, please. Um, <laughs> and if you're listening, you can watch weekly on Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash themadones. You can find both this and the extended episodes also on Rockfin. Um, so you can find us there. We're also, we're just everywhere. So if you want to listen, just search for it. Maybe throw my name in there because for some reason there's a musical called The Mad Ones and it can throw you off if you do the search. I'm working on that SEO, people. I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, but beyond <laughs> that, I have nothing. Uh, are there any last words either of you want to say before we move into the, the, the more exclusive part of the show? No, just, you know what, just, just glory, glory be to God. You know, um... If anybody's listening to me right now and they, and they you know, they're, they're feeling kind of funny, cry to God, because he's real, and he can hear you, and Jesus is real. It's all real. 
it's all real. Okay? <laughs> it's all real. So and, and and let me just say, we we we've talked a little bit about you know the Satan, about his power, about demons and what they can do and how they don't have as much power as they want you to think they do. But the, the 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 moral of the story, as I said before, in the crass way, because I feel like the devil deserves every ounce of that. Um, he's a little bitch, and all you need is the name of Jesus. So I'm a, yeah. I, if that offends your sensibilities, I'm sorry, but he deserves it. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and so with that, we will shift over. Um, and so as always, dear dear listeners, uh, you have a chance to be a light in the world. So go light it up. 